One day a man named John is deeply offended by his friend Bill. John goes before the Lord and he prays in this fashion. Dear God, you know everything. You know what Bill did to me. You know how his words, you know how his actions have hurt me deeply. So change him. Please change him. Make him realize what he's done. Make him come to me and apologize. Thank you, God. Amen. The very same day, a woman named Mary is deeply offended by her friend Jane. She decides to pray. But her prayer is a little bit different than John's. See if you can determine the difference. She says, Dear God, you know everything. You know how deeply I've been hurt. But I'm not sure what I should do about it. Should I confront Jane? Should I wait for her to apologize? Should I pretend that the whole incident never happened? Should I break off my friendship with her completely? Lord, help me to see, help me to see how you want me to deal with this unpleasant situation, this extremely unpleasant situation. Amen. Now it's interesting, on the following Sunday, both John and Mary go to church. And the gospel that's read on that occasion is the one you all heard this morning, Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 to 20. The question I have is, who is more likely to take the message of this gospel to heart and actually put it into practice, John or Mary? The answer, of course, is Mary. And you can tell the reason for that by the prayers they uttered beforehand. Yes, both of them went to the Lord in the midst of their difficulties, true enough. But they approached God, John and Mary did, in very different ways. And that's the key point. John went to God with the solution. Mary went to God with the problem. Before John ever spoke a word of his prayer, he had already figured everything out in his own mind. He thought he knew exactly what ha had to happen for things to get straightened out with Bill. So his prayer basically consisted of giving God his instructions, giving God his orders. In fact, he said, Lord, here's the scoop. This is the solution to the problem. Bill is a dirty, rotten scoundrel and he's got to change. Which is your God, job, God. You change him. Make him realize what he's done to me. Make him come to me and apologize. And then we'll all live happily ever after. Thank you, God. Amen. So here comes the Lord the very next Sunday speaking to John directly and clearly in this Gospel text giving him some concrete guidelines on how to deal with Bill. Jesus says here, if your brother should commit some wrong against you, do this. If that doesn't work, do this. And if that doesn't work, do this. And if that doesn't work, do this. I think it's safe to say that those words would probably go in one of John's ears and right out the other. He wouldn't pay any attention to the Lord's solution to his problem because he's already got his own solution. Notice how different Mary was. And that's clear in her prayer. She had the very same problem as John, but she went to the Lord asking him for the answer, for guidance, for his solution. The basic thrust of her prayer was, Dear God, this is the problem I'm facing, and I'm not sure how to deal with it. 
Help me to see what I need to do to handle it properly. Help me to see what I need to do to be reconciled with my friend. So I think it should be obvious when she goes to church the following Sunday and hears this gospel passage proclaimed, in all likelihood she's going to respond by saying, well, thank you, Lord. That's just what I needed to hear. These are the guidelines I need to follow to get my relationship with Jane back in order, where it should be. And then if Mary's really smart, she'll go to somebody, perhaps her parish priest, for a little spiritual direction in order to figure out how to apply these principles of Jesus to her particular situation. Because principles like this always need to be applied in certain circumstances. I share this with you this morning because I think it's very common for people to go to God like John did, with the solution and not with the problem. I've certainly been guilty of this. I'm sure we all have. We say, Lord, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what I think you should do. And we never go any further than that. So we never receive and put into practice the solution God may try to give us through a text of scripture at Mass, or through the words of another person, or through some other means. We don't hear his answer, his solution, because our minds and hearts are closed. We think we've got it all figured out already. The challenge is for us to go to God with the attitude of Mary here, putting the problem confidently into his hands and allowing him to give us his solution. Because the fact of the matter is, my brothers and sisters, God's solution is at least as good as ours is. Always. And most of the time, it is much, much, much better.